to Radio 8 Ball, the show where we answer questions by picking songs at random and interpreting those randomly chosen songs as the answers to the questions like picking musical tarot cards. I am your host, Andras Jones, and every show features a, a musical act providing the oracle fodder for our musical divinations. And today, that musical act is actually we, an act we are tributing. Providing the oracle fodder for our musical divinations today is the great Joni Mitchell, and her songs are being performed by some of my favorite musicians here in Los Angeles. And speaking of my favorite musicians, now we get to be joined to ask a question by uh, a member of one of, yeah, one of my favorite bands of the last 20 years, Fountains of Wayne. Welcome to Radio 8 Ball, Jody Porter. Hello, Andras. Uh, thanks for having me. Yeah, thank you. And we could do a, a, fan, a Fountains of Wayne tribute show but we're talking Joni Mitchell here and you actually the reason you're here is because you're you're kind of a Joni expert I'm kind of a big Joni fan and she's a close friend so yeah um. that's more expert than me so <laughs> <laughs> so tell so you, you say that you like she's a friend like you, you've worked together how can you tell our tell us a little bit about what that collaboration or work is like? Well, you know, we have mutual friends in common, and I, when I'm in LA, I go over to her place, we have dinner and stuff like that. She's got great stories to tell, and obviously she would. Yeah. You know. Pregnant pause as we wait to see if you're going to tell us one of those stories, knowing that you probably won't. Oh, well, you know, ask me a question and I'll tell you the answer. Well, it's like the eight ball, isn't it? Yeah. So, do you just, do, when you hang out at her house, do you talk about music? Or my understanding is that she is at least as interested in many other things as music, in her painting, in just, you know, that music isn't f maybe foremost in her life. Is that the case? Well, in my opinion, you know, she's done so much for music that she can probably take a pregnant pause and work on her art you know yeah um, and she's doing that uh she came out to see me and robert trujillo and stephen perkins play at the house of blues uh we did a tribute to john Whistle, who's another person i know from our new back in days of yore Wow. And recorded some Bell Tower records, which was my first band in England at his place. 
Um, long story short, yeah, she came to this tribute we did at the House of Blues on Sunset, and um, we just had a really great time, you know. Everybody was trying to take her picture and everything like that and get photo ops going. But we just kind of hung out on the deck there, and, um, you know, it was a great time and all that. She she was amused with my uh, windmilling skills, uh, <laughs> trying to play the role of Pete Townsend for this night with Robert and Stephen. <laughs> so uh, you know she kind of gave me the business, like you know, but it was cool and it was nice to see her out on the town. Most of the times that we'd gotten together, it'd been over at her kitchen, where um, you know uh, Stephen Stills and David Crosby have a conflicting view about where they actually started Crosby, Stills and Nash. <laughs> uh, they have different memories. And I was in Guitar World uh, interviewing Cros about, you know, what's the story with that? Why are they these conflicting things? And he insists that they formed in Joni's Kitchen where many a meal was sort of free-range dolphin. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, so I, I, I've... The, the the John Entwistle thing has me going wanted to go in two different directions, but I'm gonna focus on did did does Joni did Joni Mitchell was she a fan is she a fan of the Who or I think she dug him because I mean she came out to see us do the tribute and um you know, she put in her two cents and all that. She liked the fact that we weren't as loud as some of the other acts, which you know, were a lot of eighties guys, the LA guys, you know, Tracy Guns and uh Ricky Rocket people like that oh it was so interesting was everyone tributing was everyone tributing ant whistle and you just did your thing or were you doing an ant whistle tribute as a well, whole it was, band? it was called the ox and the loon ah. obviously john was the ox and keith was the loon so it was a drum and bass kind of tribute and uh you know i was lucky enough just to get in there and play some power chords which song <laughs> did you do we did two songs that night i think it was uh long live rock and the real me and we had Doug Pinnock from King's X do the vocals because it was way out of my range. Got it. Wow. And wow, Joni Mitchell and the Who. That's a that's a combin that's a that's a, the combination you don't you probably don't usually make except maybe generationally. But I, it makes sense if people aren't always just into the music that they sound like. Right. Well, they all both spun prominently on my turntable as a. You know, teenager and all that. Yeah. So, what was your entree to Joni as a fan? Um, you know, Ladies of the Canyon and those early records that she did uh, were fantastic for me. And you know, I we found out we were both only children, so we hit it off immediately. And uh, you know, I go over there and and um, try and get out the guitars and stuff. And occasionally, we did have a little bit of a jam session. You know, in the, the living room area. So it was pretty magical for me. You know, I, I love Car on a Hill. And uh, that would be a question I would ask uh, to the eight ball. Oh, yeah. So let's, this is good. You're, I was just about to segue us there. So you're, you're doing better. You're doing my job for me. So what I is your question? I'd like for... to make it easy. Yeah. What okay. is your question for the um, This is uh, on the eclipse of last year. I went to our nation's capital. And, um, you know, was surrounded by a lot of black cars with American flags. And uh, I noticed that um, a few of these cars were screaming by as we were sitting on Capitol Hill, right? 
So I had wondered, since our leader in chief didn't wear pro uh, protective glasses, would the eight ball know if possibly he's completely blind now? So the question is, is our president, our current president, let's just say, our Ron Trump, I think yeah. he's called. Yeah. Our current president, is he totally blind now from looking directly into the eclipse? And to engage the pop oracle, I'm going to spin the wheel of eight. Na, 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 we love Song number four. Song number four, Both Sides Now, performed by Bart Davenport. Should I just do the song? Or... Yeah. Okay. Bowls and flows of angel hair and ice cream castles in the air Feathered canyons everywhere I looked at clouds that way But now they only block the sun They rain and snow on everyone So many things I could have done But clouds got in my way I've looked at clouds from both sides now From up and down And still somehow It's clouds, illusions I recall I really don't know clouds at all Moons and June and ferris wheels the dizzy dancing way you feel when every fairy tale comes real I looked at love that way but now it's just another show you leave them laughing when you go and if you care don't let them know Don't give yourself away I've looked at love from both sides now From give and take and still somehow It's love's illusions I recall I really don't know love at all And fears and feeling proud To say I love you right out loud Dreams and schemes and circus clowns I looked at life that way But now friends are acting strange They shake their heads and they say I've changed Well something's lost but something's gained In living every day I've looked at life 
from both sides now, from win and lose, and still somehow it's life's illusions I recall. I really don't know life. Very nice. <laughs> At all. Bart Davenport, with both sides now, the answer to Jody Porter's question, Does, did our president go blind <laughs> from looking into the, <laughs> yeah. from looking into the eclipse? What a yeah. perfect answer. Yeah. I've looked at clouds from both sides now. <laughs> oh my goodness. Well, well. Yeah, that's pretty great. But but Bart, tell us a little bit. What, what first of all, what what? Why did you pick this song to cover? You know, uh, I grew up with Joni Mitchell's music. My mom was always playing her records when I was a little kid, and uh, that's just as it was definitely just kind of part of the environment, and it's like ingrained in me. So I feel like she was an influence on my own songwriting and music even before I consciously started trying to have her be an influence. You know, so. Uh, uh, yeah, she was just kind of like always there, you know what I mean? Uh, like I was born with the moon and cancer also, Yeah. you know? So, uh, yeah. And, uh, but I, I did, uh, at some point, uh, I was driving in somewhere in Oakland and it was raining and I was listening to the oldies station and, uh, the Judy Collins, both sides now, uh, came on the radio and I'd heard the song many times, heard the Joni version, Judy Collins. I'd heard, I knew the song, you know. I mean, at this point, I was probably in my 30s or something. And, uh, but I just really paid close attention to it that particular day, you know, when you're driving, listening on the radio to something. And uh, on that particular day, I really followed the lyric and the arc of each verse because I feel like something that Prince got from Joni was having an arc for each verse. Like the, when you combine all three verses, there's a whole theme and each verse is kind of its own story, but then they all combine to make, you know, and you sort of figure that all out in the chorus. Like she really influenced him in that way. And like, so if you check out the song Money Don't Matter Tonight by Prince, it's like totally Joni Mitchell style mm. writing. But uh, so, uh, but anyway, so I followed that that song and I got to the you know third verse and sort of like just getting out of the third verse into the final chorus I just wept openly while driving my car and and I thought well you know I've heard this song probably a hundred times or more by now but like I don't know why it really hit me that day Mm -hmm. and also the Judy Collins version which is such a kind of commercial 60s pop sort of production, you know, of that song. It's certainly not like, uh, you know, there, there, you could listen to it in the background and just think of it as kind of light fare. But on that day, it moved me to tears. And from then on, I just kind of had uh, like a special relationship with that song. You know? Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I could, the folks in the control room were just loving your version. Everyone was just like, their faces were against the window, like... <laughs> 
<laughs> like, uh, yeah, just kids waiting for for dad to come home. Um, it was, yeah, it was, it was beautiful. And uh, so, so Jody, uh, what did you, uh, what do you think about that as the answer to the question? Well, it makes perfect sense to me. I was wondering if that was in fact our leader in chief in the car on the hill, Capitol Hill, that is. Oh yeah. <laughs> but uh, you know, I, that was Chris playing, right? No, that was Bart Davenport. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> nice one on that. Um, very, uh, Circle game-ish, really. Yeah, yeah, sure, sure, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> a circular question, as it were. <laughs> yeah, there was, a, obviously, the I've looked at clouds from both sides now was kind of a hilarious, you know. Uh, yeah, yeah. He hit. did, yeah, I suppose, but there were no clouds when the eclipse happened. I mean, Donald was looking into this blue sky i think <laughs> he but, could have used a cloud or two right i and i actually myself i like just went out there like just after it happened and like i and i too like stupidly just kind of looked up real quick and it was like oh don't look at the sun that's stupid yeah and then like i looked at the news and they're all like the president is stupid he looked at the sun <laughs> i'm all well i mean it is pretty stupid that they were like photographing him checking out the eclipse and the dude i mean i don't know how much <laughs> pr there was about don't look at the fucking sun with your <laughs> naked eyeball right but i was trying to check well, it out after it happened no but th this is the line that got me tears and fears and feeling proud to say i love you right out loud dreams and schemes and circus crowds i've looked at life that way that that feels very trumpian the 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 tear like our tears and our fears and his feeling proud and our dreams and his screams and circus crowds. Yeah, you know, we've managed to have the pop oracle, you know, contrast one of the greatest songs ever written with the worst president in the history of the country. So, you know, right there, it's sort of yin and yang, I suppose. Thank you, Jody. Yeah. <laughs> we'll bring the Joni, you bring the Trump. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> Two polar opposites, we hope. Yes. <laughs> yes. Joni 2020. Yeah. Uh, well, he, I, I think it's like, uh, you know, I, I think the answer to your question via the song is that, yes, the president is blind after looking at the eclipse, but he is metaphorically blind to what a disaster he is for this country and for the world. Not a great fellow, is he? Um, I, yeah, my band had a song called Hey Julie, which came on uh, Welcome Interstate Managers, which some people may know. Yeah. And, um, you know, we actually got the memo to his desk to have him appear in a video. This was long before he had any political aspirations. And uh, if you know the song, it's about a mean boss with a clip-on tie and a rub-on tan, right? Yeah, so, yeah, uh, yeah. You know, I think he took about a week to respond and said, uh, sorry, I don't think I'm going to be able to do it. <laughs> but uh, that would have been a, a pretty good precursor oh to God. his political career. Uh, career. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, but he was polite about it, yeah? He was yeah, nice. More or less, you know, that's before we knew... Um, you know, the celebrity apprentice and all that stuff. Oh, yeah. Right, right. Yeah. 
Well, Jody, thank you for. I know it's we're, we're calling you on the East Coast. It's it's late there. Oh gosh, and it's we late, got, yeah. But thank you for for being oh, yeah. for being here and and taking us taking us to to the nation's capital. And no we have now looked at that question from both sides. Now. Thanks for listening to Radio 8 Ball. If you enjoy the show, please subscribe to us on iTunes or Stitcher and check out our website and the links provided for info about past and future shows on the Radio 8 blog, our ongoing Patreon campaign, and where you can download our Radio 8 Ball app that allows you to engage the Pop Oracle directly in the form of every song ever performed in the history of Radio 8 Ball. I hope today's musical divination brings and brought the sync to you wherever you are. And until next time... I'm your host, Andras Jones, wishing you lots of spine-tingling synchronicities, connections with the natural world, and all the inspiration you can handle. It's the Radio 8 Ball Show. It's a good show.